we are so happy you're here tuning in to Kentucky Wesleyan College Campus Ministries. In this podcast, we dive deeper into chapel topics while having real conversations. Enjoy this week's recap. Welcome to the Post Chapel Podcast here on the campus of Kentucky Wesleyan College. I am usually your behind-the-scenes producer, Wish Reed, um, but Sean Toms is out of the studio today, so you are stuck with me. Um, But we have a fabulous group of people in here today. Um, We have student Tracy McGee, and then we have uh, our uh, chapel speaker today, Pastor Mickey. And she gave a fantastic word, and she was accompanied by David Rogers, the best worship leader of all life, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. And so it was just a killer chapel. If you didn't get the chance to hear it, go ahead and check it out on our YouTube page and go ahead and listen to it again. But we're going to give you a little bit of a recap. Um, I'm going to have Tracy introduce himself and then Pastor Mickey, and then we're going to keep it going. So go ahead, Tracy. Yeah, like what she said, my name's Tracy. You guys have, I think I've been on here a few times. I'm extremely involved on campus, um, heavily involved in campus ministries, um, and I'm glad to be here. Go ahead. I'm Pastor Mickey Richardson, and I'm the pastor of St. John United Methodist Church here in Owensboro. Oh, yes. we. I'm telling you, uh, Pastor Mickey, we left chapel, and me and Tracy just could not stop talking about <laughs> your your sermon. We loved it so, so much. Um, and we just loved the basis behind it. And we got to pick chapel topics before the year started, and um, then we gave you guys topics to, uh, all of our guest speakers' topics to kind of go off of. Uh, what made you choose uh, this topic that you kind of went with? Uh, There's a couple of reasons. We wanted to focus on worship, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to do a standard uh, morning church worship type of sermon. And so we are, as you probably know, we are in the middle of our Lent season. Mm -hmm. And Lent is really a time when uh, we want to do some soul searching, when we want to look deep within ourselves and within those personal conversations that we have, uh, the the narrations that run through our mind where it's only between us and God, Mm -hmm. the the thoughts that kind of uh, we have when we are alone. And so I wanted to focus on uh, specifically worship as an interpersonal act. we start out uh, looking at worship as as sometimes we think of it in in temporal terms. Mm-hmm. We think that worship is something that manifests itself in a certain time, in a certain place, in a certain space. But what we need to realize is that the, even the ancients in Jewish tradition understood that worship was a lifestyle. It was something to be lived, that we ourselves are the worship we bring glory and honor to God uh, through our lives and we edify the body of believers through our lives mm-hmm. and so we ourselves are becoming worship wow. and so if we look at it that way then everything we do everything we say and everything we we think even the thoughts we only share in our own head mm-hmm. has the potential to be worship has the potential to glorify God and bring honor to him and so I wanted to look at those interpersonal thoughts um, mm-hmm. my background um, is is in uh, communication arts mm-hmm. and so a lot of interpersonal communications and how do we communicate with ourselves and and levels of meetings mm-hmm. meanings and harmonetics and all of that play into this idea of of mind worship. So mm-hmm. so that was kind of the basic uh, thought for the sermon. Yeah, and, and I, I love that you went that route with like we are worship because it was it was perfect for the college for like a college setting. Mm-hmm. Um, we were dealing with individuals who all what we all do is think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> that's exactly what college students do. Like from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed, that's all we do is think. And and oftentimes, you know, we we say yeah, we give time to God and this that and the other. We have our morning devotions, and 
yada, yada, yada. But, you know, the Bible says that I will bless the Lord at all times, meaning that, you know, you're doing that continually, you know, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth, meaning that we should always be in a place of praise and worship daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of times college students would ask, well, I don't have the time for it because I'm in class, but we have the time to think. <laughs> we have the time to, you know, engage in conversation about things that don't really have to be talked about or things that, that can be, you know, just gone and, and coming by. Um, what you do have time to do is always to be in a place of worship and giving God all the praise and honor that he is due. Um, and from a college setting, from from my perspective, I enjoyed chapel yesterday for me was like surreal. I, I was crying from the time it stopped, from the time it started to the time it ended, from the message to the worship, because it was just so, it was personal for me. And then it just hit home and it reminded me that Tracy, you always can worship me. Um, you can always come to me because even when you have time to think and, and such things, that's an, that's another opportunity to give me all the credit, all the glory and all the honor because I'm the Lord and the orchestrator of your life. Um, and I think that helped everybody else in the room understand that there's no excuse. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's really nothing else that you can say or do at this point that's going to keep you from the obligation that you have to honor and worship the, the author and the finisher of yeah. your faith. Um, and I <laughs> enjoyed everything that you said from beginning to end because it was it was simple. It was honest. It was pure. Like I, the only way that I can really justify this podcast is by people just going back and listening to the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah. Go back and listen to the message for real. It will change your life. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, you know, I think that young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially deal with so much, so many mind struggles yeah. these days. I, I have a, a daughter and she's 17 and, and I know just from my experience with her that, you know, between anxiety and stress and, and just the world in general, that sometimes we need to be reminded that we take control of our thoughts. The, the Apostle Paul says, I, I hold each thought captive. Mm-hmm. And, and that really kind of gripped hold of me. And so, okay, now that I've got it captive, what do I do with it? Well, I right. worship. I turn it into worship. Mm-hmm. And so that's, uh, that's, that, that kind of goes along with that idea of, you know, uh, things that we, we really need to hear. Right. And, uh, and um, college students, like, I know me, like, that's all I do is think, especially at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at night, I am in a constant place of thinking, whether it's before I get ready to pray, before I get ready to go to bed, or after I pray. Even after I pray, I'm like, I'm still in my head and in my thoughts, even though the Bible is, is the complete opposite way. Like, it, there's no there's no such thing as praying and worrying. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's constantly what I'm always finding myself doing. I'm praying about certain things, but I'm worrying about this, or I'm worrying about that tomorrow. Um, and, and, you know, college students, we really do struggle um, regarding, like, how we, you know, how we carry our thoughts and, and anxiety and depression because that's an easy way that the enemy uses you know Absolutely. uses his you know his bait to get us and try and make us you know give in um so i love the the, the the fact that you said when you're in your thoughts at night when you're at when you're in when you have an anxiety or when you're having depression or what you know whatever you're going through at nighttime that is an opportunity for you to get in the face of god and turn it over to him and be in complete surrender to him um and we hear that all the time but it, was, it just it just hit something different yesterday i don't know if it's because we're in three weeks out and we have exams coming up and this that and the other uh, but college students are genuinely struggling i think individuals on campus just in this world currently are genuinely struggling um and when you were speaking yesterday um it just really kept just resonating with my heart and i was just i mean tears were just flowing for no reason i was like tracy why can you get it together <laughs> like I lo- i'm glad i was in that place because i just kept hearing too you know this is the hour where we worship god in spirit and in truth um so even as like yes you can be going through a lot and every time you're thinking that's an opportunity to worship god but make sure that 
whenever you do worship God, that you're doing it in a place of spirit and in truth. Um, there needs to be a divine, there needs to be a divine separation from like you just worshiping God because Pastor Mickey said, yeah, worship God when you, when you think. <laughs> but you also need to make sure that when you do worship him, that there is nothing else that's attached to that other than spirit and in truth mm-hmm. because God won't receive it, you know, if it's not other, if it's not coming from any other place. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um you made me think many years ago when I was uh, an undergrad mm-hmm. at a at another college. I won't say which one because it's a competitor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I had a religion professor who spoke um, about what he called the blue funk, mm. and it was that that darkness that we all get into. Yeah, and none of us can escape it. I don't care if you're you're seventeen, you're twenty, you're forty. You you will have mm-hmm. moments of blue funk and moments of darkness. Uh, Saint John of the Cross called it uh, a dark night of the soul, mm-hmm. and it was that time where we struggle to identify with God. We struggle even to to find words to pray with. We struggle to find faith, mm-hmm. and it's a universal struggle for all of God's children. And so what do we do when, when those things come, right? We, we first need to realize that, you know, darkness is temporary. God Mm -hmm. made darkness, you know, uh, each day is followed by a night, Mm -hmm. but he limited that darkness. (laughs) And so we need our darkness and we need to go through it. We need to endure it because Mm -hmm. it builds our character, but it also, we need to realize that it's going to be over. And, and that's, not just a message for those who struggle. That's the whole yeah. Easter message. Oh yeah, our joy comes in the morning. Absolutely, Christ will rise in the morning. <laughs> and I'm reminded of the scripture: "Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the you morning." You got it. Um, That's exactly and, right. And that, I love how you kept saying, "But darkness is limited." Mm-hmm. Um, it just keeps it, that resonates. Here I go again. It just resonates with my body in such a way because what it, in other words, like what that says to the old Kojic brother over here is that God is working and the storm is going to pass over. Yeah. That's right. In other words. So in, in all in all reality, yes, you may be struggling. Yes, there's a lot going on as a college student, but all that you have to know is that it won't always last. It won't always be like this. You are because sooner or later, God is going to turn it around in our favor because He's a constant moving God, and He's He's designed life for us to be refined, but then for us to come out as pure gold. So we have to at some point we have to embrace mm-hmm. the, the the trials. We have to embrace the refinement, even though it hurts. It is painful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going through the heat, it is the most painful thing. I'm, I'm, and now I'm talking from experience. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what it means to wake up, and then mm-hmm. the enemy is ready and mm-hmm. has a, a list of things for you. But that day, but all you have to know is that you may, you, it may come, and you're gonna have to endure it. Mm-hmm. But it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't do it in your own strength, because God didn't call. And that's the thing. God's like, yeah, this is your test, mm-hmm. but you ain't got to do it because I'm, I'm the one who mm-hmm. I'm the one who's, who's your, the God of your life. Yeah. So just sit through it and, you know, just walk through it and watch what happens. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. That, and think about it like in and just in like regular life. Like I was like, you know what? This really you really did a great job at putting things fantastic. in like real life. Yeah. Like you had the SpongeBob quotes. You had all. Oh, yeah. You had all the things. <laughs> got us all. And then I, I was just like, yes. Um, but I really thought I'm like at night is the main time I will think about myself. Like I will have. <laughs> yeah. I'll have flashbacks of like the like I could have a flashback of like me doing something bad in like third grade. And I'm like they know, and it's like I don't forgive myself. And it's just it, it'll only happen sure. specifically mm-hmm. at night. Yeah, and it's just the time where I, I forget that 
like it'll be like my time of like peace yeah. but it's like the time i'll like be selfish and being in that it's like selfish ideals but you really shouldn't be like you should still be remembering that all times of the day are still times to give glory back mm -hmm. to god mm -hmm. and it's like there and it's like i guess you were really right in that moment like um i do just mainly think oh worship in the day with big church and we did it we played some right, played right. some music and and now i'm gonna bed and i'll be like do doing my thing outside of church but all things should be in a wor all worship should be just something you do all day every day all the yeah, time absolutely anytime um and then going back to like what tracy just said and it's like you sometimes the night's like the one time you get pizza you're like oh, i don't want to do none of this right i'm just gonna knock it out because right. the devil had a whole list of day for you and then the day's over and you're like well thank goodness it's night because right. now no one can touch me mm -hmm. because i'm by myself mm -hmm. and i can just be myself but that's again time to give back to the lord because right. even though you just went through the worst day ever mm -hmm. god got you through that worst day ever right. and you need to thank him for getting you through the day absolutely and you just like those are the things you just forget about being like a person like mm -hmm. <laughs> because oh, yeah. like, cause we're all human and we all struggle through those things. But I think the thing that makes us Christian is that we know that God is there for us through those things. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that people need to ex understand. And the reason why sharing the gospel is so important, especially at, during this age and time in this group, because so many people just feel like there's no one with them and mm -hmm. no one's there supporting them. But right. at all points, at all times, at all circumstances, the Lord is with them, walking them through with their journey. And mm -hmm. you feel so alone and you feel so like left out, but mm -hmm. that's because the enemy's trying to make you feel like shut out right. but really god is there with you the whole time so it's really important at this age to just share the gospel and that there's a good news and there's a good thing coming sure. at all points so absolutely absolutely that makes me think of c.s lewis uh the, the great uh, evangelist yeah. and apologetics um he described um kind of this going through this process of struggle and challenge like a, a, a big block of stone. Mm. And even though the blows of God's chisel against the stone hurt so much, yeah. they are working to create us as a masterpiece. Mm. And so we must endure the struggle. We must endure the pain and we yeah. must we must uh, power through it because ultimately it's, it's part of that sanctification process mm -hmm. that's making us more... Uh, of a masterpiece more like Christ. Right. And so that's what we hold on to even yeah. in the struggle. Absolutely. And and I think, and I wish we could have some, I wish we have more time in chapel so we can explain to, to different students, you know, the difference between praise and worship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think, I think often they, there could be some miscommunication regarding like the you know the meaning of it because it, it is two different things absolutely um and some people do think that it's one thing i'm like yes you could, it's some people t call it like praise and worship but there's definitely a difference pra you praise god because of what what he's done and what he's going to do but you worship god because of who he is and and what he means to you mm -hmm. um and ideally you know there's a divine difference because i would rather i would rather worship you know worshiping god is really just something that you have to live out mm -hmm. consistently mm -hmm. you know like in, in the morning like if, if there's if for me that there's always a hymn in my head in the morning or mm -hmm. there's a scripture scripture or something resonate with me in the morning and that's what I worship God in just to get me started yeah you know even even as I'm in and out of conversation or something with my kids if I'm like good morning I'm back to the room and I'm singing or if I'm a hey wish I'm and I'm you know resonating just different stuff in my head because I want to make sure that I'm in a place of worshiping God and I've learned that when you do when you worship God and when your mind is stayed on him he keeps you in this place of peace that is like no like none other and it's a pass with all understanding I know it does because sometimes people say the most insane things to me in the morning I'm like and you, you lucky I'm worshiping God 
because right now I have some peace and, and it passes <laughs> all this understanding of the message you're trying to give me. <laughs> but there's definitely a difference between praising and worshiping God because you praise God because of how great he is, yeah. but you worship God because of who he is and and, and, that, and the fact that he's like none other. Um, and, that, and that's the best thing about heaven. And I can't wait to get there because that's all that is going to consist of yeah. is just worshiping the Lord and the God of our life. Um, and that's, that's an amazing thing because and when we get to heaven, when we get there, there's going to be nothing that the enemy can do because everything will all be said and done and we will have the victory as believers. Um, and that's, and that's what I, that's what I kept taking out of your message is that everything that you do, Tracy, moving forward needs to be in spirit and in truth and understand that this life that you are living, God has already won for you. The victory is already ours. You just have to live it through. And the enemy is just dumb enough to keep doing things, even though he's already lost. Yeah. So you have to endure the fact that there's nothing that you can do about that because we can't change it. But what you can do about, about how you live your life is change your thoughts, change the way you act, worship me consistently, keep your mind on me. And then in that day, in that getting up morning, fairly well. You know what I mean? It's going to be a great day when we all get up to be able to be with the one and only king. Because then it won't be a problem at all. Um, so I was extremely grateful for yesterday's chapel. It was it was exactly what I needed. Everybody was looking at me like I was crazy because I just could not stop crying and worshiping God because I'm just grateful for who he is. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's genuinely nobody like the Lord. <laughs> nobody like God. And he's insane. Like he's, he's just so powerful. He's so amazing. Like there's no way to describe who and what God consists of because it's just it. It's, it's hard to. <laughs> yeah, we live in the joy of knowing the victory has already been won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, do you want to go over the uh, the scripture you chose for this chapel? Yeah, that would be fine. Uh, the key verse there was the, the very last verse that, um, and, and I can pull it up, but essentially it talks about how everything we do mm-hmm. needs to, to do two things. Number one, it needs to edify the body of believers. Absolutely. When you worship, uh, it, and and this goes back to the, the earlier point, um, you can worship without praising God. Yes. There are times where I'm in such a dark place that I may not be able to vocalize a praise. Oh, yeah. And I oh, may yeah. not be able to, to lift up God. Absolutely. You know, and, and so scripture tells me that in those moments, the Holy Spirit intercedes with intercedes with groans and, and moans, moans oh, yes. on our behalf absolutely but i can still worship <laughs> because worship is you know that adoration that fear that yes. honor of god that reverence mm-hmm. uh it serves two purposes to to bring him honor mm-hmm. and second is to build up the body of believers the body of christ and so if you were looking at first corinthians chapter 14 it's verse 26 Mm-hmm. And and in that that whole text, Paul is talking about um, how our worship affects non-believers and other people that are around us. And so he says, essentially, when you are when you are worshiping, oh yeah, yeah, when you are worshiping, who who does it look like you're lifting up? Mm-hmm. Is it you? Or is it God? Or, yeah. or how does that play out in the minds of others? So as, as Christians, he wants us to be very cognizant yeah. of how our, um, our worship inter- affects other people. Yeah. And, and so that's, that's one of his great uh, emphasis is that you know, when we worship, making sure that we lift up God, and that includes our thoughts, our prayer in the night, and to make sure that we edify the body of believers, mm-hmm. that we build up the church, 
And so, um, and that that doesn't mean churches in the building or the denomination. Right. That's the whole kingdom of God. Absolutely. And that, and that's a good. That's a that's another how to build up the kingdom of God. Like that's that's a whole another topic on its own because that's that's really big. Yeah. You know, because now we're now we're talking about how do you treat individuals? Mm-hmm. How do you look at individuals? We're going back to the basis of like, do you love the way that I love? Are you loving this person? Even the ones that you hate. Like now we're talking about that next level of, of obedience. Um, and, and even in my season of my life, where I've had a tough season. Last Last few weeks, you know, God is like, even though people are hurting you, you still have to love them. Oh, yes. Even to the place to where you're willing to lay down your life for them. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, this person is extremely mean to me. Uh, OK, right. But I, I, I died for you. <laughs> so this is the least you can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, you didn't get you didn't get nailed on the cross. Somebody's just talking about you. Mm-hmm. Shake it off mm-hmm. and, and do what I have to do. And that's and that's why I love the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit will be a comforter. But the Holy Spirit can rebuke you. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will correct you. So it, some people, when they, people say, oh, my gosh, the Holy Spirit. Spirit is just amazing. Like it is, but also the Holy Spirit is there for profitable for rebuking and for correcting and for training yes. of righteousness. Yes. Because ideally, even though we're all going through things and we have we have a call to worship God, you still have to edify and build the kingdom. That's right. So how are you doing that, and what are you doing to build the kingdom? Because that's our obligation. That's why God breathed life life into us today. Mm-hmm. Because we have an opportunity. We have we have something to do that's going to add to God. Um, and I, I, that's that's another good point. But I have the scripture right here mm-hmm. just in case. It, um, we have some ears listening. Verse First Corinthians fourteen and twenty six says, "When then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up." Let all things be done for building up. So everything that we do must be in a place where it's it's constantly going back to God. Um, everything is being built up. My, believe it or not, people listening, there are people in church who do things just to bring attention to themselves and build themselves up. I've watched it happen. I see it happen continually. So there has there is a divine difference in making sure that everything that we how we worship God and how we bring attention to God is not bringing attention to us, but ideally is being exalted and exhorted straight to Him. Um, and that's something that I've learned too. Like you know, it, not taking God's credit, not taking his glory, but always making sure that we're in a place of being in the spirit um, and not in our flesh, because our flesh is, is very, it's, it's fleshly, it's carnal, it's 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 normal, but mm-hmm. being in the spiritual realm, there's nothing compared um, to the body and to, and to our mind as as human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I loved the point, and I loved your scriptures, how it, where it came from, because it encouraged us as young people, um, and you made it plain, and I appreciate that, because a lot of pastors, you know, nowadays, they like to make up these big things and use big, huge ACT words and I'm like I'm glad you pa- <laughs> like I'm glad you passed your ACT yeah. test but just just encourage us and give us a word mm-hmm. um, and I loved how you even you brought in Spongebob so you, you really like that's where you had us right oh, there yeah. Yeah. you got us yeah. really quick you got with us that with one. the Spongebob well I, I tend to run to the nerdy yeah yeah so Spongebob and I go way back so yeah because yeah. people, people need something that they can relate to you know what I yeah. mean when, when you get up there using big bombastic words <laughs> like who uses bombastic you know like mm-hmm. just normally you know what I mean like who uses all those huge words you know just encourage us yeah. um, and you did just that and, and, I, and it, we are so it thankful. Scares the, for, like the, the new believers, or even yeah. the people who aren't like confident in their faith. Like hearing a big word, they're like, "What did you just say to me?" <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just make, it makes people nervous. Like they they don't they're not equipped, but everyone's mm-hmm. equipped for the Lord. Like you can count oh, on absolutely, that. absolutely. Like, yeah, I like this whole idea of of you know edifying God, mm-hmm. and then taking that that scripture and going, okay, now how do I apply this to my interpersonal yeah. talk with God, my inter my inner worship, yeah. you know? And, and so that's kind of, yeah, that was kind of the basis for, yeah. 
for the sermon. And I'm glad that you all got something out of it. And of course, um, if you all ever want to watch SpongeBob, come on over to the church and we'll we'll put it on the big screen. Yeah, and (laughs) and I have some notes too. I I took a note and I put and I underlined it. Yeah. Um, And one thing you said yesterday is everything is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. At the end, it all will be okay. And if it's not okay, it's not the end yet. That's right. But oh. the end is coming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because on, there's, on, there's, a, there's a limit to the darkness. Yes, there is a limit <laughs> to the darkness. Hashtag there's a limit to the darkness. Um, that, that's something that, I, that I've been quoting in my head, that there is a limit to the darkness. Um, and I don't, I don't think you understand how that resonates with young people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we turned off these mics and I told you exactly how I've been going through, what I've been going through, and, oh, and yeah. Wish told you what she's been going through, you'd probably start crying with us. But that's just some, that's something that's so... People need to hold on to that. Like we're not being big with our words right now. We're being so fine and minute. The darkness has a limit. <laughs> so even though it is hard and it's dark for a while, like with Tracy, it's it's been dark for forever. I know it feels that way, but I promise you, if you keep your head up, there is light coming. The Bible says, "I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills." from which cometh my help, because my help cometh from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Anchor Amen. in the Lord, young people. Anchor in the Lord, listeners. Because <laughs> anchor he, in the Lord, anchor Tracy. In the, anchor in the Lord, Tracy. Like, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> yes. Because that's the only way that you'll be able to come out better than the way you went in. Yeah. And, and that's why I love God, because you can go through a bunch and still look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> That's jo- Jonah right there. I'm like, Jonah, you, w- you went into a well, and you were swallowed, mm-hmm. and you still came out the same way you went in. Yeah. That's nobody but God. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if I eat some food, Pastor Mickey... Mm-hmm. And it came back out. Yeah. It would not look like yeah. the way it went in. Yeah. <laughs> so we thank God for his grace and his mercy because he doesn't, he doesn't let us look like what we've been through. Right. <laughs> but I, I really do appreciate you. And I, I will be telling Sean to please bring Pastor Mickey back. Absolutely. And let's bring her back with some SpongeBob, like inflatables. Like we just want to make it. Huge yeah, co- we will, we will, we will go there. We will definitely go there. I, yes. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I don't know. Sometimes you just hear, I don't know. We we're throwing a lot as college students, but sometimes mm-hmm. like in a time of like there's there really is nobody like our God because He knows exactly what we need when we need it, and He's yeah. like, okay, children, gotcha. There, yeah. there you go. <laughs> y'all needed this, and I know it. So it was just truly a blessing to have you around. Well, I just want to thank you all. I don't get the opportunity to come out of the pulpit very often and do um, creative things, yeah. and so this has been a really uh, a big joy for me. So no, and awesome. you are, I, I don't know if anyone's told you this, but you, you are perfect for college students. Yeah. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah, yeah. Cause you know, and you're, you're very, you're very like resonant with us. Some people, like some speakers that we have or some speakers that I've seen that there's like super energetic to where like, it makes us all, like, hey. it scares us. And then and we're like, can you just talk to us like, like a normal person? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, oh. that's good to know. That's good yeah. to know. Cause you know, I, I, I'm used to, to dealing with uh, adults in yeah. a in a traditional congregation setting, so yeah. it's good to know. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it, it was really nice to just. I, it felt like a warm hug. It was, yeah. that's what it felt like. I left and I was just like. I don't uh-huh. know why I feel so good, but I feel great today. That is sweet. It really that just like literally. <laughs> I was like, yes, and then I was just like, and then I slept on, and I'm like, well, it's just dark now. It'll be light tomorrow, and then yes. I'm like, good night. Boom, <laughs> and it just made my whole day better. Like it was just something I loved by, and that's like the main thing. So if you take anything from this, y'all, the darkness is limited. Yes, yes, and it is. SpongeBob is awesome. SpongeBob is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And anchor yourself in the Lord, everybody. Yeah. Turn to your neighbor and tell them anchor yourself. 
Thank yourself for the Lord. I'm reminded of a hymn that my granny would sing all the time. She would she would tell me, "There's a storm out on the ocean, and it's moving this away. And if your soul's not anchored in Jesus, you will surely drift away." Yeah. Um, there's a lot that's coming, and I've been telling people, if you are not in a storm currently, your storm is coming, but it will pass over yeah. if you are anchored in the Lord. Yeah. Yes, it's it's been just a it's just been like such a, a interesting semester. Yeah to say the least. Uh, but all I know is every, we've been getting some words of wisdom here. So Absolutely. if you haven't been listening to chapel, if you haven't been coming to chapel, come to chapel. It's every Wednesday at 12, 12. Yeah. And there's only three more chapels left. Yes, ma'am. So you got to go to those. Those are, those are big. So if you haven't been checking those out, go do that. Or you can go check us out on Facebook or we're on the KWC website. Um, just look up Campus Ministries and you can look up uh, me or Tracy. Um, and then I know Pastor Mickey, if you find her in the Owensboro community, tell her what's up. Say St. Hey. John United St. Methodist. St. John United Methodist Church on Griffith Avenue. Griffith there we Avenue. go. And then I know she'll be down to help you and give you her words of wisdom. So make sure you go check that out. If you want to get in contact with us, just let us know. And we would love to get you to the resources you need. Um, but it's been such a pleasure to, you know, to get to be around you one more time. Like, yes, I love you. the podcast. This is yeah. the best moment ever. Um, make sure you share this with your friends, your fr family, your neighbors, and let them know you love them and that they, this is for you. Boom. So um, we're going to pray it out. Um, do you want to do... Oh, no, I got it. No, All I right. felt the spirit on that one. <laughs> okay, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us together, Lord. You truly are the author of all of our stories, Lord, yes, and Lord. you have authored not only the light, but the darkness, and you've limited that darkness, Lord, and we want to thank you for all that you do for us, because you have given us the promise and the joy of you, of you just limiting that darkness and bringing the light, Lord, and that is truly a blessing, and we do not deserve it, Lord, but you give it to us graciously and freely, Lord, and I want to thank you for your, your grace and your mercy, Lord, every single day we are on this earth, Lord, and until the day we are in your kingdom, we praise your name. Amen. Amen.